And when you've performed, like, tell me a little bit. There was like a dental school video. It was like something about the Backstreet Boys or something like oh that. Oh my god! Did you did you guys Google me or find it's on this YouTube? Online? Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. My Lord. Oh God. I, are you gonna make me sing it? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Everybody. Do you have DK? Do you have DK? <laughs> I don't remember the next line. So I'm never going to listen to the Backstreet Boys without thinking about the need to brush my teeth again. This is How To, and I'm Charles Duhigg. Each week on the show, we try to find creative solutions to people's toughest problems. But on today's episode, we're tackling creativity itself. My name is Lorenzo from Montreal. Lorenzo is a dental student by day. It's not the most glamorous job, but I love it. I think it's great. And an amateur musician by night. Yeah, yeah. Emphasis on amateur. Uh, (laughs) I took lessons for guitar when I was a kid, and I would go to the guitar club, and they would do open mics like every two weeks. So I would go to the open mics, and I would always just play covers. I was far from the best musician there. And I was far from the best singer, but I was one of the better performers. So I would always just go with a lot of energy and really draw the crowd in. Lorenzo's a pretty outgoing guy. And despite what you might think about dentists, he's got a great stage presence. But he says that there's this one thing holding him back. So I reached out because I would always go to those open mics and I would only play covers and I've always wanted to write my own music and perform my own music for other people. But I wouldn't even know where to begin. Yeah, that feeling of like writing your own song, of like bringing this thing into the world that sounds beautiful and talks to your emotions, but it, it's something you actually created. That that seems like an amazing sensation. You'd have to be very vulnerable, I, I guess. And that would also be uh, something I would have to learn to be a little bit better at. Lorenzo is struggling with something we all confront at some point. How do we become more creative? How do we find that that spark for our, our hobbies that, that takes our painting or our singing to the next level? Or, or even if you're like an office worker, someone who doesn't think of themselves as an artist, we all have something creative inside of us, right? So how do we unlock that? How do we find and nurture and unleash the creative instinct that allows us to not just imitate the stuff we love, but to create something amazing ourselves. To try and answer that, we found the perfect expert to lend a hand. Actually, two hands. Ben Folds. Yeah, that Ben Folds, the famous songwriter and musician, is here to give Lorenzo tips on how to craft an original tune. And he's got a lot of other advice, too, for how all of us, no matter what your line of work, how we can live a more creative life. Don't go anywhere. I met up with Ben Folds in a Manhattan music studio with a baby grand piano. Lorenzo, with his guitar, was talking to us from Canada. We're separated by many miles. Uh, okay, so so Lorenzo um, had reached out because he has this question of how to write the perfect song. Whoa, perfect. I don't know about that. Let's start with write a song. Ben knows a lot about writing songs. Since he first came on the scene about 25 years ago, he's written dozens and dozens of them. And he's kind of unique because he composes in nearly every genre, from rock to ballads. 
Ben's known for his catchy melodies and his lyrics, which often draw on his own experiences from his life. 6 a.m. day after Christmas throw some clothes on in the dark it's kind of hard to imagine anything ben can't write a song about oh i don't know about that ben recently wrote a book a, a memoir named a dream of lightning bugs a life of music and cheap lessons and many of those lessons are about how to unlock your creativity i think sometimes discussing the theory of creativity is tough because you're putting a flashlight on something that is very shy when you write songs, right, you, I, I, I read your book, which I love. Thank you. And you said this thing that I thought was kind of beautiful, which is that you should stand in as many pair of shoes as you can manage. Yeah. What do you mean by that? I probably do a lot of characters in my songs. Huh. So there, there's a lot of uh, implying of short stories, but there's a sense that you have something you need to share, explain, tell. It may be stuck in your brain or stuck in your heart. But I think what people miss about music sometimes is it is just communication. That's all it is. There are lots of techniques for nurturing creativity. But according to Ben, one method is to focus on connecting with at least one other person, to detail some shared experience. But that can be hard, right? And so one of the easiest ways of doing that, of making that connection, is to take an old idea, something that's cliched and familiar, and explore it in some totally unexpected way, to stand it in a new pair of shoes. Psychologists who study creativity refer to this as becoming an innovation broker, someone who finds a way to connect with others by talking about something that they've both experienced, but giving us a new way of looking at it. For example, what if you took something depressing, like, like divorce, and then wrote a song that was kind of happy. There was there's one song I'd love to hear the story of it. This came after your split from your first wife and that you were sitting down at the piano one night alone. Mm. Like tell me tell me a little bit about what happened there. I was yeah, I was a, I was bumming, you know, like I was in I was in a blue mood. But I was doing it in broad daylight all the time. There were no clouds. It wasn't raining. It wasn't walking through a graveyard. It was just out in the middle of broad sunlight. And that is in the lyrics. The other thing was, is that late at night, which is often the case with me, I just sat down and started doing something really kind of robotic. And um, it was two notes. It's just um, C and F. You know, so that's all it was. And the thing about the repetition of this particular one is it's attractive to me. Don't know why, it just is. I mean, I it'd be very unlikely if someone said, make up something on the piano, and you're like, okay, well. You, know, you do all this stuff, but then that's just so simple. And it seems to have something caught in its throat that wants to tell a story. There's a story in there. What is it? And then I realized the earth can kind of move beneath your feet and give you a different perspective of what life is. So if it's, that's what you expect, your feet are on the ground, that's fine. Everything's at the level that you think it is. But what if it goes, then you're suddenly, it's the same chord, same thing, but you're suddenly viewing it from a different place. So that became it. It just, more and more of that. And then the, Sun was shining bright, now I walk barefoot down the road. Then those parts of the story start to, then all of a sudden I can see this, the sunlight in that. It feels, has a blue to upper kind of yellow tinge to me. 
that I put that diminished chord in, which is very like Chopin thing to do in right. the middle of it. It's very uncertain, unstable after the most stable thing in the world where it's just constantly, that's, that's where you are. And then to go, to me means that we're going somewhere else. That, that, is, that is the most beautiful description I've heard of someone talking about their own music. Oh, thank um, you. So let, let's talk about the, the lyrics. Yeah. Would you sing the first verse of that for us and just sort of tell us, like, how do you, like, do the words just appear to you? Or do, do you have, like, a rough draft at first and you're kind of, like, playing? Well, this one with... was a little quicker, but it did have things in it that I think I had played with. Um, so, the the you know, along with the dude bumming out, but the sun's out, I had been thinking about everyone wants to be free. That's what we want to be. But there's a certain uncertainty and sadness of being completely let off the rope you know so i thought sad and free is just a good combination of words what i've kept with me and what i've thrown away and where they'll have ended up on this glary random day the things i really cared about is left along the way for being too pent up and proud. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just basic getting to the root of the things that you feel about something. And yeah, and the thing I love about that is that the last, the last lyric there for being too pent up and proud. I don't see that coming at all. That's kind of what almost right. gives it its power. Is that you're, you're, you're. It's sort of it's a dirge like it's a little mournful like poor me, and then you're actually like blaming yourself. Yeah. Stand sad and free. Now I can't cry. Now I can't see what I've done. No God, what have I done? He would eventually name that song Evaporated, and it appeared on his band's second album. So, so, so I want to get to Lorenzo and have him actually play for you what he's got. Yeah. But before we do, I just had one other question, which is, so this one came to you pretty fast, right? The one yeah, we're talking yeah, about in a night. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit and, and give us an example of a song where you really struggled through it? That's easy because um, there's one that the music came really quickly, okay. which usually does. I wanted this song to be the first song on my next album for four albums straight. So it was like well over a decade of sitting on this song. Wow. But I just didn't know what it was about. I, and, and I couldn't find it. Um, but the, 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 the melody just is like... That was it. So that sounds had, like a great song. That sounds like... So I had that going through my head, but I had no idea what it was. And then eventually I found myself, it's <laughs> another breakup song, sitting on a big, huge pile of boxes that were just delivered to my new broke-ass condo. And um, I'm just sitting in the middle of all of it. And again, bumming a little bit. 
And, but then suddenly I thought, you know what? I can put this stuff anywhere I want to. I can put my stereo anywhere I want to. I can like decide to get like a, you know, a, a boa constrictor and a lava lamp if that's what <laughs> I want to do, you know. And that was a happy beginning. This is Ben's next rule about unlocking creativity, a, a continuation of how to make that connection. Remember that at the core of the creative experience, at the center of things that amaze and delight us, is talking honestly about our lives, about the mundane things that surround us every day. So you should look for those moments when people think they know what's coming, the sadness that accompanies a breakup, for instance, or someone dwelling on what they've lost, and then slip in something unexpected. You know, I just, I made it very, very literal. I was looking around the room, it's like, um... A mattress and a stereo Just like I started And a note composed with thumbs and phone On unpacked boxes It's so well written But I won't be sad I will not forget you There was nothing to forget So there So that's the song then, is it? I I can't forget you There's nothing to forget At this moment I don't even remember where I was I'm now looking ahead And then the so there is like got you i forgot you for a second you know and um that's a happy childish thing to tell someone so it all feels right with the music to me that song which he called so there was the title track of an album he released in The problem with writing is uh, a song is that you have very little real estate to work in. I mean, really, now you're talking about you're going to have like four or six couplets in three verses worth of those, a little bumper sticker to hang the whole thing on, which is your chorus, and probably a bridge just to kind of keep people from getting tired of the song and come back. But when you come back from that bridge, you should be a different person. Like that's your moment to come back and be the third chorus should always be sung by someone who's not quite the same person as the first chorus. A really great song will do that. And this brings us to the next rule. Sometimes if you're having trouble coming up with a creative idea, the secret is rather than giving yourself a limitless horizon to create constraints. When you have to work within a small box, sometimes it pushes you to find the most creative way out of it. And when you when you finally make that turn, does the song all of a sudden appear to you? Now, at that point, I'm sitting with a big stack of note cards and a bottle of scotch. Huh. And just sit, sit there. I don't drink straight out of the bottle. I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> sad. Uh, and I, I write these thoughts on note cards because they, they represent to me not enough real estate. You can't write your story on it. They're a small, it gives me a physical, that's a verse. If I'm having to write in the corners of that thing, 
I'm, I've, I've said too much. And, and this actually is a perfect segue into Lorenzo because the, the song that Lorenzo is working on is a breakup song. Yeah, I can tell you that I wrote this song uh, kind of, it's funny, like you said, I just it just came to me kind of like one night yeah. um, and just kind of all flooded in together like at the same time. And I had never, ever tried like really writing a song before. And it all of a sudden, just kind of a moment, it's like you said, there was something that I wanted to say and it felt like that was yeah. the right way to say it. And I wrote it. Uh, I don't know, four or five months ago, and then I haven't looked at it since. Would you mind, Lorenzo, playing it for for Ben, and maybe like we'll workshop it a little bit? Yeah. When we come back, Lorenzo will make his big debut for Ben Folds and for all of you. Your first public performance happens to be on a podcast right. in front of yeah. a. How many, how many subscribers do you guys get per episode? <laughs> a lot. You don't want to know that. <laughs> Can Ben whip his song into shape? Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Defender. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with thoroughly modern design. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, and the interior is built with robust materials and integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off road challenges or harsh weather conditions, built for the modern explorer, the Defender 110 lets you go further and do more. And cargo capacity means more room for your gear. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. A vehicle made to go further, the Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thank you.
On Death, Sex, and Money, we feature interviews with you, our community of listeners, getting honest about uncomfortable things. I developed an illness where it isn't safe for me to drive. A friend once said to me, sex is like air. You don't think about it until you're not getting enough. This is a similar sort of thing if you just replace sex with driving. Listen to Death, Sex, and Money wherever you get podcasts. Okay, we're back with Ben Folds and our singing dentist, Lorenzo, who has a song that, eh, it it needs some minor surgery. I met you many moons ago outside an ice cream store. And over time you grew into someone that I adore. I moved away, tried to make it last, but all it left were welts. And now you're ready to move on with somebody else. This is Lorenzo's first attempt ever at an original piece of music. Cause redheads, yeah redheads, are hard to forget. Well, there are some things that I can imagine you might play with. So first of all, um, I kind of like what you're doing, but I'm I'm thinking embrace the cliche by finding the most numbskull way to play it as possible. Damn. God okay, damn. so those- that sounds so much better. <laughs> this is a rock iconic three chords and you're not trying to embellish them in a way that that runs away from it you're like we're all in this pub together and we're doing this like so own that the other thing is some of those other verses that you had were potentially the way to start the song your first line of the song tells someone something they already know they know you met a long time ago i mean there's no news in that got it scramble line one and line two just switch them. Hmm. All right. Over time, you grew into someone that I adore. I met you many moons ago outside an ice cream store. That's the okay. first two lines. Already something about that makes me smile more. I don't know if yeah. it's right. Yeah. But there's something that you, that you can unlock from yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, that's silly. Say that one more time. Over time. <laughs> yeah. You know, now that you mention it, I can't stop singing it. Over time, you grew into someone that I adore. I met you many moons ago outside an ice cream store. Yeah. I mean... It's, yeah. it's a little bit it more. It works better, yeah. Yeah, there's there, there's something going there. I mean, and here's the thing. You don't have enough lyrical, musical real estate to really tell the story. So, right. so, So the way that you cut it up and the absurdity of what's left out and the order that you do it in really can resemble life more. I'm not saying that's the answer, but playing with that is good because you've barfed the song out because you had all these things that you, that occurred to you that you that you wanted to say. And now playing with that's good. Um the the other thing is play the first verse, don't make an intro and don't play any rhythm. Just play the downbeat. Just the downbeats without any strumming underneath it. Okay, I can do that. Over time you grew into someone that I adore. 
I met you many moons ago outside an ice cream store. Now start strumming. I moved away, tried to make it last, but all it left were welts. And now you're ready to move on with somebody else. I hear it. It sounds like a song. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a real song now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that's amazing. It's getting there. You just have to keep playing with with those mm. things. Your song, actually, one of the great things about it is that it doesn't really have a chorus. Yeah, it, correct. It's got, that's it, what I was going for. I dig it. I'm glad that you were going for that. I think that's a really cool thing. Now you might find that out of necessity, you'll come up with a chorus. Yeah. I personally didn't need the redhead line to ever finish its thought. Yeah. I'm quite huh. happy with leaving it out. In fact, I was hearing a lot of words that could be left out. Just redhead, yeah, redheads. Anyway. Cool. Yeah, got it. I don't know if this works, I but love I'm just this. playing around. Yeah. I love this. You're telling the listener, listen, I know there's a song going on. I know I was supposed to show up for the rhyme with my tie and everything's supposed to be buttoned down, but... Hmm. We know what I'm saying. I don't right. need that. So if you leave that out, the awkwardness of it, to me, could be pretty cool. This is another rule. Once you've figured out the basics of a song, or, or really any creative project, be it a drawing or, or something you're putting together for work or a big pitch for a client, once you have the basics down, then you need to take the next important step. Start messing around with it, no matter how strange that feels at first. The thing about creativity is what Ben said before. It often lives in the shadows and the nooks and crannies that aren't obvious. And sometimes the only way you can discover it is by trying things that don't make any sense, by by rearranging and taking things out, or shining a brighter light on what's around you so you can see all the things that you didn't notice before. So let me ask one other question, which is, okay, so, so Lorenzo, he's learned these principles. He's going to work on them. He's committed to writing music on the side and being a great dentist. How do you live a creative life? Like beyond doing this, like you talk in your book a lot about like almost self-care, like how you create an environment that lets you be your most creative self. How do you do that? I don't know, but I think it's just a matter of allowing it. I mean, look, I mean, there's things that we do in life. We all know we're multitasking and doing stuff we don't need to. We're like sitting on our phones, going through eBay or something like that. I mean, we know they're not creative. We can feel they're not creative. And it becomes scarier and scarier to be creative when you just like close that part of your mind down and it's less fulfilling. The reason that I like boredom or I like enforced boredom is because things start to occur to you. I remember like sitting in the most boring situation waiting for something as a plane or something like that. And I didn't bring anything with me. And I started to just go, why you got to act like, you know, when you don't know why you got to act like, you know, when you don't know. And it kept going over my head. I thought it sounded like a, 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 a Lauren Hill song or something. And I eventually wrote a song out of that. If I'd sat down on the piano and started using my tools, I would have never gotten there. I like the boredom, the fact that I had to imagine. So that's and what song did that end up becoming? It's called bastard. Okay. And it goes, uh, why you gotta act like you know when you don't know? It's okay if you don't know everything. Why you gotta act like you know when you don't know? It's okay if you don't know everything. So here's our last rule. If you want to be brilliant, if you want to be Ben Folds, or, or you just want to be more creative at work or in your personal life, 
then put down your phone and give your brain a chance to be restless and bored and roam the wild side of life. And Ben, let me ask you about this. I mean, because one of the things that like you wrote about in your book, which I loved, was you talked about the fact that like anyone can be creative. Like, is it is it worth it for someone like Lorenzo who I mean, he's a he's in dental school. He's going to be a dentist. He's psyched to be a dentist. Yeah. Is this a good use of his time to write songs? I think it's a great use of time because you're communicating. Well, because people are fundamentally creative beings. The truth is we're at the top of the food chain because we have ideas and we're creative. So whether you're building, you know, a train system across the U.S. or, 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 or fixing, you know, someone's teeth, no matter what it is, you will be a creative being. And, and to not f- completely fulfill that in your life is to do everything less, is to hold back part of who you are. I mean, m- my dentist is great. I go to a dentist who he's about 65, maybe getting up on 70 years old. I fly to Los Angeles for the last 20 years to go to this guy. He reads me his poetry while I'm going numb. He recites poetry while he's drilling my teeth or giving me a root canal. And it's a huge part of the experience for me. I, you know, I, I might have a, an appointment for you in Montreal when, uh, when the, the LA dentist is ready to retire. The really, the real advantage to this is that you would have so much cotton and stuff in my mouth, I wouldn't be able to talk. <laughs> exactly. You're just gonna have to. You're just gonna have to listen. What are you gonna do? Ben, this was so much fun. This was a pleasure to hang out with you and and learn. Thanks. Oh, and I I salute you for having the courage to just sit and play a song. I think it's fantastic that you've just picked up the guitar and you're just doing it, like, fearless. Keep it up. Over time, you grew into someone that he adores. He met you many moons ago outside an ice cream store. Thank you to Lorenzo for sharing his music with us and to Ben Folds for breaking down some of his songs and his creative process. Make sure to pick up his book, A Dream of Lightning Bugs, A Life of Music and Cheap Lessons. And go to BenFolds.com to find out where he's on tour. Do you have a question that needs a creative solution? If so, send us a note at HowToItSlate.com, and who knows who we'll bring in to help. Finally, if you have a second, we would love it if you would go to wherever you download your podcast and give us a rating and a review and tell a friend. It really helps other people find the show. How To's executive producer is Derek John. Rachel Allen is our production assistant, and Merritt Jacob is our engineer. Our theme music is by Hannes Brown. June Thomas is the senior managing producer of Slate Podcasts, and Gabriel Roth is Slate's editorial director for audio. Special thanks to Asha Saluja and Sung Park. I'm Charles Duhigg. Thanks for listening. Because redheads, yeah, redheads.